0: Hello, Maker of Minnesota friends and fans. We have a very special event coming up. I'm hosting a series of Makers of Minnesota dinners at the Lexington in St. Paul, and I'm so excited. Not only will you be front and center with some of the best makers in the Twin Cities, but you'll be treated to a three-course dinner compliments of Chef Antonio from the Lexington, and he'll be using the featured maker's ingredients in all the courses that he's making for this special event. Our September dinner is Tuesday, September 28th, Tickets are $98. Our featured makers are the talented folks from Alamar Cheese, Red Table Meats, Bakersfield Flour and Bread, and Trace Leche's in the food building in Northeast Minneapolis. We will be the exclusive diners in the restaurant for the entire evening, and you will mingle with me and your favorite makers and taste their wonderful products. And A special treat? You can even pre-order the first ever Makers of Minnesota Holiday Box filled with my favorite products from makers all around the Twin Cities. We'll have a limited number of tickets for this special event, and when they're gone, they're gone. So go to thelexmn.com and sign up via Eventbrite for the first Makers of Minnesota dinner featuring the talented makers of the food building, including the delicious cheese from Alomar Cheese, breads from Bakersfield Flour and Bread, meats from Red Table Meats and Elixirs, and tinctures from Trace Leches. Get your tickets now at thelexmn.com. Hello and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota where we talk to cool people doing cool things and we are getting really excited about an event that we're working on with Chef Antonio over at the Lexington in St. Paul, we are going to be having our first ever Makers of Minnesota dinner. And we are partnering up with the food building, which is pretty excellent because they have so many great makers inside the food building. And one of the OGs, as it were, is Mike Phillips from Red Table Meats, who's going to be um, with us at the dinner. Hi, Mike. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. How are you?
0: Good, good. You know, I have really fond feelings about you and Red Table Meats, just because I can remember starting at the Craftsman. Uh, You being in the kitchen there and doing just such amazing things with meats and charcuterie and you were like farm to table before farm to table was even cool. You had it all dialed in.
1: We had a lot of fun there. We were just talking about that the other day. That was a lot of fun doing a lot of farm dinners. And yes, that is where actually, you know, we were Kieran, I, Was just thinking that I was curing meat at the Modern Cafe back in '96 when I was there, and then when we had Chet's, we were doing a good deal of meat curing. Yep. But the Craftsman, we we finally we got it going really well at the Craftsman. I think so. It was fun.
0: Yeah, and you have been doing, you know, what you're doing with meat. In effect, I think. Feels like you're you've kind of created, and you're part of a group of folks, obviously. But you guys have created a lot of new new ideas, new trends, and all of it based in trying to be more um, conscientious about animal husbandry and just taking care of the whole animal and using the whole animal. So when you think about where Red Table Meats is today versus when you started it's been a long trajectory, but how are things changed or improved over the course of your time? Things have
1: definitely changed. Um, you know, we got into it, um, with the idea of using only whole animals and that really wasn't economically viable for us. Um, so, uh, back in 2018, we changed that model and started using mostly meat from, uh, great sources, and then some pigs. And um, during the pandemic, we had another change in that we started selling um, really whole pigs to customers. Basically, we we didn't sell the pig. The farmer sold the pig to the customer. The customer owned the pig, and we said we would do whatever our specialties with the pig. Um, So that was a big change for us in that it allows us to use more pigs again, but also that, um, in, uh, economically we never have to own the meat, um, takes a lot of risk off of our plate, but we still get to get those things to people the way that we like to do them. And we also make sure that, uh, farmers are taken care of as well. So, It's really a great program and we've started to see some uh, larger or not larger, I'm going to say smaller, larger for us, but smaller in the real retail world, but some retail partners come on board with that as well. So a few folks have um, in the retail world have bought a couple of pigs and we make all of our products, especially for them, or we actually make a, a couple of really different things, so, um, they're, they're able to kind of concoct their own idea of what they would like for a salami or some sort of charcuterie.
0: So kind of I mean, almost like a co-branded as it were, sort
1: of. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, cause that's really where the opportunity is at this point is, um, collaboration with other folks. So, and that's what we're looking for is more, um, more work to do in the collaborative space, I think, um,
0: because it's you're great
1: not, per, I think it's great.
0: Products.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It, it's tough to be um, like a single salumi producer in the U.S. at this point, point. and um, there's just more um, more opportunity and, frankly, more fun to be had with collaboration of folks that I really enjoy. So I've been doing this for eight years, and I've met all these fantastic retailers all over the country. And they're friends and they're people that I enjoy working with. And I know that they get it and they um, can really be a driving force in um, making some really cool things happen. And so for for me, it's it's a gas to do that.
0: It's kind of funny because I think people forget that chefs and people like yourselves, um, so you're a salo- saloon right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. People forget that it's a very creative pursuit, you know, like no different than being an artist with a canvas and collaborations and exploring the process through the eyes of a producer or a farmer or someone else that you get to work with. It keeps creating new juice that makes it fun for you to go to work every day.
1: Absolutely. I mean I used to play in bands and it's the same sort of thing. You get totally. to like, yeah. hang out with these people who you think are cool and you're like, wow, you're cool. You want to hang out with me? That's absolutely
0: cool. yeah. So That's funny. And fun. are you kind of introverted, do you think?
1: Yeah kind of yeah I suppose I
0: am because <laughs> when I've seen you I mean you're almost like and I hope you take this the right way you're kind of like a mad scientist you know and you're you're sort of in inward and you're sort of soft-spoken and then you like pull out this amazing skill and this amazing meat and everything tastes so good and you're very humble about it oh thank you
1: uh yeah I'm it depends on the crowd, though. You know, I can get a little crazy sometimes. Sure.
0: sure. <laughs> sure. I know your wife, too, and I'm sure yeah. she's pretty. She sees <laughs> a different side of you. Yeah. So when we talk about being in the food building, just in general, it's a collaborative space because you have the folks at LMR Pasta and you have uh, Kieran's Kitchen and you also have Bakersfield flour and bread and LMR cheese. Has that been fun to be in that kind of an environment versus being in a standalone area by yourself? Yeah,
1: definitely. And I think that that, um, we're just uh, really um, hitting the tip of the iceberg with collaboration here. I think um, having Marco and Tres Leches come into the building as well, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here in the next five years. And I'm really psyched about um, really working hard on that collaboration end of things and So, that you could walk into Karen's kitchen and get something that was thought about by everybody in the building. Um, I think that would be really cool.
0: Yeah. And I'm really, that is part of why I approached you guys to be the guests for this first dinner because there are so many smart, talented, um, delicious people that are working in your building. And Trace Leches, I had uh, this is Marco Zappia and he is going to be in food building. He's just building out his space and getting ready right now. But I had some of, I think it was a botanical, um, kombucha that he made that was just crazy. Good. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens there. Well, yeah,
0: absolutely. For sure.
1: Mad scientist stuff right there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And do you think they will ever be like, you know, and maybe this is just COVID, but in the beginning, food building was such a collective space and you could kind of walk through the space and you could see some of the making. Yeah. And with COVID it's, everything's sort of been shut down in the long view of when we get COVID under control, hopefully cross our fingers, pray. Would that be something that you guys would do again, where there'd be more of like movement around in the building?
1: Oh, I think so. I mean, ideally, uh, we all understand that the building is sort of the Willy Wonka effect, you know, you can walk in and see everything being made and hopefully, you know, we'll get, we, we've, like, we have a Yia Bang pop-up coming up Wednesday night, you know, hopefully we can get back to more of those events in the near future. Um, hopefully the, you know, we get a hold of the pandemic, grab the tiger by the tail and Yep, tame it a bit and um, can get back to doing that because it really is an amazing tool to highlight the brands that are here. Uh, and, uh, you know, the space is super cool and yeah, having all those sure people is. together, tasting everything is really fun.
0: So. Um, Chef Jack Rabel, when I talked to him about wanting to pick makers and kind of gave him my list, you were high on our list. Both of us were like, Oh yeah, for sure he needs to come. So, um, we were excited it. about that and I know um Antonio is putting together a great menu. So, thanks for being part of our first makers dinner. It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for having us. I mean, it, it's I it always is amazing to me how, you know, you you say that about Jack and I'm like I just didn't even think that people thought of us really, but they do. So,
0: We do you. think about you. You <laughs> maybe Maybe we don't tell you enough, or maybe we don't show you enough. And certainly, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of people in 18 months, right? I'm sitting in a closet in my bedroom, but (laughs) we do think of you. We only think of you when it comes to prosciutto, salami, and meats, So, you know. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. And uh, we will have an opportunity to get tickets this week started. So make sure that you go to thelexmn.com and get your tickets to join us we are excited about the event. Thanks for being here.
1: Oh, thank you. Very okay.
0: Much. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.